who do you want to have the biggest impact on in these changes that you're making? So are your people your students? Um, Or maybe you have an excellent rapport with your students, but you have a terrible relationship with your administrator or your colleagues. So who is it that you really need to work on building a bridge with rather than a wall? Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned out teacher turned teacher burnout coach, dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward to a few years later, and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom, and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher Podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you're about to take your next best step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Let's dive in. This episode of the Burned In Teacher Podcast is sponsored by How to Get Away with Teaching, a self-care subscription box created by a teacher just for teachers like you who want to give yourself permission to pause and pour into your own cup, maybe even literally. How to Get Away with Teaching is a subscription box-based company that empowers teachers to prioritize their own mental health and wellness. Curated in collaboration with mental health professionals, this monthly subscription includes five to seven mood-boosting goodies to enhance your wellness routine, improve your mental health, and make time for yourself. With your subscription, you will also gain access to workbooks, live recordings, other resources, and even access to their private Facebook community. Sign up today at www.howtogetawaywithteaching.com and grab a past box or subscribe to their monthly themed box. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at How to Get Away with Teaching. Burn on. Well, hey there, Burned In Teacher, and welcome to episode 134 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. I'm so excited that you're here today. As always, thank you so much for dedicating time to you and your challenges and the fact that you clearly are here because you know that if you do nothing different, if you listen to nothing different, you won't get different results. So before we dive, I dive into the intro of this episode, I want to make it very clear what you're going to see in the coming months on the Burned In Teacher podcast. You are going to notice 
quite a few flashback episodes. I've done this intentionally both for you and for me. We have increased our listenership by the thousands this school year, and it continually is asked to me, what is a burned-in teacher, and what does burned-in stand for? So what I've decided to do is to flash back all the way to 2019, when burned-in teacher was still a baby business, even years after I started it, and help to guide you, especially this time of year. You know, um, this episode is airing on May 2nd. So to help to guide you in your own journey, especially before summer starts. So you'll see all the way through May, June, July, and even August, you're going to see a series of flashback episodes that are going to help you to truly understand what Burned In Teacher means and stands for and how you can apply these steps to your life. So you'll see a pattern um, and you'll hear me talk about through these episodes how I, um, through the 2019-2020 school year, I had decided that each month I was going to dedicate to a step in the process. So what I've done is I've very strategically gone back through those episodes from 2019 and 2020, and I've picked out each episode where I explained each step in detail, not even close to the detail that I do in the book and in the course, but um, I pulled out the main things. And um, I so I pulled out each of those episodes, but then I also picked the interview from a teacher or a solo episode that I did that dove a little bit deeper into what it means to apply pieces of that step to your life. So when I did that, I came down to it came down to 17 episodes that I know are going to be very helpful in you doing something different at the end of the school year, even before the end of the school year, to help you to process and decide how you're going to step into next school year. As I believe I've mentioned on a previous episode, a recent previous episode, I have polled many people um, who follow me on Instagram, and more than 95% of the people who answered my poll said they're coming back to the classroom next year. So I thought this is, again, another perfect time for me to help you to do something different, to begin to make a plan and set a vision and create some better habits so that you are not just saying next year will be different. I'm just going to forget about everything this summer and then move into next year. And I just, I'm not going to, I'm just going to do things differently and it'll just be fine. But you didn't do any work, you know, to set yourself up for success. So that's what these flashback episodes are all about. And I'm sure these episodes are going to make you even more curious about going all in on growing through your burnout. So I want to invite you to a workshop that I'm very, very excited about. Um, It's totally free. It's going to be held on May 16th. And you can go to burnedinteacher.com slash workshop to save your seat right away. It's called Heal Through Your Burnout Masterclass. The key steps you must take to begin healing before the school year is over and a new one begins. I refuse to ignore the fact that there were things that were very challenging about the school year that are actually within my control. And that's where I truly believe the burned in process has saved my career uh, this year in education. I went through some very challenging personal and professional things this year, but I continued to come back to this process. And 
I truly believe that the end of this school year is the perfect opportunity for us to make a decision that there are certain things that we will change about our current reality and actually our future reality. But in order to do that, we can't just close the door and forget about all of the things that happened this school year and then do nothing different over the summer and expose ourselves to new ways of believing, thinking, doing, and talking. And gosh, all of the things that I so strongly believe in and that I teach. Do I believe that we should take some time to totally check out of teaching over the summer? Abso-freaking-lutely. I plan on doing that myself. I believe there's a place for that, but I think I truly believe that there's also a place to heal so that you can move forward with a vision, with a plan, discipline, and intention. And that all comes from not just forgetting about or trying to forget about, you know, how horrible or how challenging the school year was. You know, it's okay to acknowledge those feelings, but then to say, what do I have control of? What can I do differently starting right now, this spring, before the school year's even over? What can I learn to help me to do things differently this summer to set future me up for success? So go to burnedinteacher.com slash workshop to save your seat and you will get more information before May 16th about this workshop and how you can join us live. So as I mentioned, I am doing this flashback series for the next couple of months for you and for me. So I already explained how this is going to be good for you. And this is why it's going to be helpful for me. I have a lot of big dreams and big goals when it comes to serving you um, in in better, <laughs> bigger and better ways. And so there are several things that I need to dedicate some time to this summer, but I just really don't want to shut the podcast down. This has been too challenging of the last couple of years for me to do that. So um, so while you are taking in these flashback episodes and sort of resting, rejuvenating, and learning more about how you can apply this process to your personal and professional life, I am going to be doing several things. I am actually rebuilding the Burned In Teacher brand. There's a lot that's going to change on the website, and I'm going to be um, improving the, the course. All of my videos are going to be updated and improved. Um, I'm going to be improving the services that I offer you and the products that I offer you and the different ways that I've been dreaming about all school year that I I know I can bring into fruition and bring into reality. Um, I need the time to do that. And the summer is going to be the perfect time for me to um, dedicate hours upon hours of building Burned In Teacher to serve you better. And like I said, I have to have time to do that. So because I'm going to be Um, launching these flashback episodes, I don't want you to think that it's all going to be old material because as you've already realized, I'm going to be pre-recording all of these intros to make it up to date and valid for this time of year. You'll hear me talking in these episodes from 2019 and 2020. You'll hear me kind of reference some things like, you know, times of the year or a month of the year. That obviously is not going to be valid. But here in these pre-rolls, 
and in the um, in the outros after the episode is over, I'm still going to be answering Ask BIT questions and um, and encouraging you to think about certain things and how they apply to this spring month or summer month, you know, depending on when you are listening to this. And of course, the conversations are still going to be flowing inside of the Burned In Teacher Podcast Facebook community. So if you are not a member there yet, uh, jump right into that Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash Burned In Teacher. Request to join. You're going to get added into that group as long as uh, you answer the questions and show me that you are a teacher who is struggling and looking for some support. And we'll be asking questions and continuing these conversations over the summer to help to set you up for success in the 2022-23 school year. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into episode 134, the flashback of episode 41, Begin Where You Are and Beat Teacher Burnout. So we're getting started today with begin where you are. And I, like I said a minute ago, I have five steps that I'm going to encourage you and challenge you to take this week, hopefully, or at least this month where you can start to begin where you are in identifying what has brought you to this place of burnout. So step one is this. Step one is simply identifying what type of teacher burnout you're dealing with. And if you have been a loyal listener to the Burned In Teacher podcast and you knew about the quiz already and you've taken it, here's something really interesting. There's a member of my Burned In Teacher tribe who has not only taken the quiz once, she's actually taken it twice. When she took it back last spring, she was feeling certain ways about her situation and current reality in education. And she went through the burned in process with me through my small group program and has continued to be a really loyal participant and really active in our membership group. And she just took it again the other day and actually is identifying with a different type. So please don't feel like, oh, I've heard all this before, so this doesn't apply to me. It totally applies to you because as you've heard me talk about before, burnout doesn't come once and then goes away and then you never have to deal with it again. This is a great place to start over if you find yourself struggling with different situations and different triggers that could be causing you to feel that burnout again. So if you find yourself in week one or week three of the school year already, I know some of us just went back a a week ago and some of us have been in school since the beginning of August. So no matter where you are, the first step is I'm going to encourage you to go to burnedinteacher.com slash burnout quiz, which you just heard the promo for that quiz because it is the number one way to really put a finger on where you should start. It's been a huge help for thousands of teachers who have taken this quiz. So when you take the quiz, you're going to come out on the other end, and it's very quick, by the way. It's only six questions, takes about three minutes, depending on how deeply you read and think about your answers. But On the other end of the quiz, it will identify you as burned and over it, burned and unbalanced, or burned and bored. And there is also an option that says not burned out, just need a slight adjustment. And that just means that maybe there's just something that you just can't put your finger on quite yet. You're not really feeling burned out like you want to quit teaching or anything. But 
you just know that something's off, all right? So burned and over it is where you may find yourself saying things like, no matter how hard I work, I'll be disappointed with the results. You've been surrounded by negativity and apathy, and therefore you're feeling negative and apathetic. Burned and unbalanced is the most popular outcome of the quiz. This is for obvious reasons. There's so much to do and not enough time to do it, and you're really struggling with balancing everything. And the third one is burned and bored, where you're not feeling frustrated. You're just feeling a little under challenged. So that's step one, take the teacher burnout quiz, burnedinteacher.com slash burnout quiz. Super quick, totally free. Now the next step is actually identifying your stage of teacher burnout that you are in, okay? So once you take the quiz, you're going to have the ability to download the teacher burnout cheat sheet, which is also free, where I take you through three steps to actually begin this burned in process, okay? So what you're gonna do is you get the cheat sheet And the second step there and the second step that I'm talking to you about today is actually identifying your stage. See, what I've done is I broke down the ways that you will feel, the things that you're doing or the things that you're thinking about in these different stages of burnout. So I have six stages and they are stage zero which is burned out, right? This is, you know, wanting to quit teaching. You just cannot possibly go on this way. This next stage is stage one. That's build your spark. Stage two is build your ignition. Stage three is build your flame. Stage four is build your fire. And stage five is, of course, burned in. This is where you have very different feelings from that stage zero. So as you look at these stages, you can identify how you're feeling, what you've done or what you are currently doing or what you're thinking about, and you can just see how burned out you really are. This has been extremely powerful for people that I've worked with, um, especially, and let me tell you something. When I do breakout sessions or I work with groups of teachers in a room, when they come in to see me, they look very ashamed. They're hoping nobody saw them come in the room. And let me tell you, when they take the quiz and they're able to name their type of burnout, their shoulders relax. They sit back in their seat. They smile at the person sitting next to them. And they they have that childlike look like, that's me. I'm not crazy. I can name this this, these feelings that I'm having. And then to see them identify their stage. And you might be a mixture of zero and one, like a 1.5 or a 2.5. But being able to identify those things is extremely impactful. Let's face it. This year has been another doozy. And now that I'm back in the classroom, it has been more important than ever for me to stay focused on my core values, mindset, goals, and my habits. As a teacher in today's world, it seems like there is always something new and hard that can easily throw our lesson and or life plans off track. But when I began to burn out many years ago for the fifth time in my six year teaching career, I told myself that crying to and from work, grading, prepping and planning on nights and weekends and Sunday scaries was just part of being a good teacher. The current challenges we're facing in education today are monumental. All of these challenges make balancing teaching and your everyday life seem unmanageable. Until now, teacher burnout has been hacked. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, I share my eight-step process I designed to help myself and other teachers navigate our way out of burnout. You see, out of my rock-bottom burnout moment, I learned ways to focus on what I can control while learning ways to let go of the things that are out of my control. 
My book shines a light on burnout as an opportunity for growth and change, and in it, I empower you to become a burned-in teacher, a happier, more fulfilled, efficient, and effective person in the classroom and in life. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, you will learn the steps you can take to discover your burnout type. Did you know everyone has a type? Take actions that are best for you depending on your type. Move through burnout rather than fight against it. Make time for things that bring you growth and joy and thrive, not just survive, personally and professionally. And of course, to prepare for hardship before it hits and to conquer it when it does. And right now, you can download chapter one for free. That's right, you can start your journey out of burnout using step one of my process on the house. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter today to get your first chapter on me. And there's no better time. After the year we've had, we deserve to use what I have designed to believe, think, say, and do different things in order to see different results in our lives. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter to get your free chapter today. You won't be sorry. Burn on. Okay, so let's move on to step three now of what you're going to do this month to begin where you are. You're going to ask yourself this question. Now that you know your burnout type, you know your stage, you need to really think about how long you've been in this place. And this is both physically and metaphorically, all right? So asking yourself questions like, well, how long have I taught this grade level? Or how long have I worked in this building or this corporation? Or, and we call them corporations here in Indiana mostly, but you know, districts as well. You know, how long have I worked for this principal? Um, How long have I been in this physical classroom? And then you're also asking yourself, how long have I felt this way? When did I have my first twinge of burnout? When did I first start questioning my choice to become a teacher? What is it that started to happen that really brought me to this place? See, we've really got to dig deep into the why of why we got to this place so that we can take the appropriate action steps. You know, I'm all about self-care. I did a whole self-care summer series this past summer, but self-care is also taking action and taking care of yourself by really paying close attention and doing things you've never done in order to get yourself out of this place of burnout and shame and isolation and frustration, all of those feelings that that you may be feeling right now. So you're really going to ask yourself, you know, how long have I been here, both physically and of course with your feelings and your thoughts, okay? Step four is you really need to identify who your people are. And this is really, really important because in the steps coming up in the burned in process, we are going to continually come back to your people. And really what it comes down to is who do you want to have the biggest impact on in these changes that you're making? So are your people your students? Um, Or maybe you have an excellent rapport with your students, but you have a terrible relationship with your administrator or your colleagues. So who is it that you really need to work on building a bridge with rather than a wall? And I've written about that and done some episodes about that in the past about building a bridge rather than a wall whenever you are faced with struggling relationships. So identify your people is step four. And then step five is 
what are your core values? What are the the words that you're going to come back to when you have to make a tough decision or when things just get hard and you really need to think about coming back to your why and your purpose in your career? Now, Brene Brown suggests that you choose two, and there are hundreds of words that you can choose from. So if you go ahead and Google words for core values or whatnot, and maybe you've done this in the past, really reassessing what your words are. My words are empowerment and compassion, and that is exactly what I'm trying to do here with the podcast, is I'm trying to empower you. I want to show you compassion because I have been there. I have been where you are. I have cried in my car on the way to work. I have felt ashamed and isolated and stuck. And, you know, then I decided that I'm going to empower myself by doing research and taking action. And that's exactly what I want for you. So identify your core values, write them down every day, come back to them, make a word cloud about them. I don't care what you do, but get those words in your face, live and breathe them and know them to your core. That's why they're called core values. (laughs) So there you have it. Your five steps to begin where you are and beat teacher burnout in 2019. I'm hoping that you really internalize today's episode. It's a shorty, but it's a goodie. So step one was take the teacher burnout quiz. Identify your type. That's at burnedinteacher.com slash burnout quiz. And then if you choose to download the cheat sheet, you're going to go to the next step, which is identify your stage of burnout. Are you a stage zero? Are you a stage two? Step three is then to really reflect and think about how long you've been physically in this place of burnout and emotionally in this place of burnout. That's this may take a while. For some of you it may have been a couple of years, you know, or maybe 10 years. My goodness. So you may have to really dig deep, all right, to find these answers. You may have to talk to some people too, you know, ask them when you started to change and they've noticed these changes in you as well. Step 4 is identifying your people. Who are the people you want to have the biggest impact on? Who are the people that you want to change your relationship with? All right? We've got to create that focus. And the fifth step is identifying your core values. Those words that you're going to come back to when things are hard or you have to make a tough decision. These will help you again to narrow your focus as you begin to take extremely actionable and impactful steps out of burnout in this 2019-2020 school year. All right, so that's all I have for you for this first episode of season three of the Burned In Teacher podcast. And I want to leave you with this piece of advice. As you go into your week and the agent of same, Perfection Patty says, if this isn't perfect, it's not good enough to use or do. You're gonna call on the agent of change. Try it out, Trevor. You're going to say, I am brave enough to try new things, make mistakes, and learn from them. All right, so as you're trying these things you've never tried before, talk positively to yourself. All right, it is time for an Ask BIT question. And this question this week comes from Radhika from Mumbai. She asks, how should a teacher handle overwhelm when there is too much to be done and too little time? Oh my, this is just the question of the century, right? 
Um, <laughs> there's always, even in personal, in our personal lives, there's so much to be done and not enough time. So I'm going to give you the very simple um, answer just to get you started. Um, I want you to think about your weekly habits and even monthly habits of setting yourself up for success when it comes to knowing that you are going to be handed a lot to do. So my favorite practice is that at the end of each month, I always look ahead to the month that's coming up. I look at weekends. I look at evenings. And I just kind of set my, myself up for understanding what is to come in the coming month. And then, of course, you know, anything that comes up, I always pop into a, um, a shared Google Calendar that I have with my husband, Jeff, as well as, you know, events and deadlines that I have for Burned In Teacher. I always make sure that those are in a digital calendar. Those are like the big main events that I need to make sure that I'm aware of. After I do that, there's a weekly practice that I have done for years that has saved my sanity, <laughs> again, both personally and professionally. And I know I'm kind of overarching this. I'm not just talking about your school life. I'm also talking about um, this practice as a whole to help you to create better balance um, overall in your life. So every Sunday or Saturday, um, sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the evening, it just really depends for me. I'm not sort of ritual about when I do this I sort of just you know go with the flow over the weekend and decide you know in the moment you know when it when I feel um, is a good time for me to set down and do my weekly brain dump so every week and you can do this at home I do this at home and then I will do this at school too um, every week I sit down and I write down all of the things that I need to accomplish. So if it's home, I think about phone calls I need to make or emails that I need to send or bills I need to pay or something that needs to be cleaned or fixed or, you know, any number, any appointments that are coming up. Um, I dump all of that in one big list. And now this is where a lot of people stop. But this is where I want to encourage you to get really strategic about when you do these things. So then I, I go to my paper calendar. And I plug into each day when I plan to do these things. So obviously, if this is personal stuff, it's either going to happen on the weekend or I spread things out across weekdays after school is over. There are even times where I, if I'm pretty sure it's going to be a quick phone call or a quick email, that I will pop a reminder into my watch or my phone to remind me to call this person during my prep time or during my planning time or right after school one day um, so that I can remember to to get those things done. Now, obviously, appointments, you need to you know, decide if it's going to be something that you have to take a half day for or a full day or, you know, you can do that, you know, however works best for you. But the fact that you're sort of planning this ahead of time and being strategic about, um, about being intentional about how, how you're going to get these things done is super impactful. So as I said, I make that brain dump and then I spread that, those things that, I, that are important to me and that are of highest priority out across the week. And you can do this at school too. You can do this on Friday before you leave, which I definitely recommend so that you are not, you don't fall victim to those nasty Sunday scaries. You know, that's something that I don't worry about anymore. I never leave school on Friday um, without being prepared for Monday because I know that the most important things are done. Does that mean everything's done? Absolutely not. There are definitely things that I have let go of and kind of relinquished control of. Um, 
And I have done that over months and years because I've decided that only the most important things are going to get done. I have simplified my teaching life a lot. And this is the very beginning. It's simply you being disciplined and each week sitting down to say, okay, so let's say it's Thursday or Friday, sitting down and thinking about what has to be done by the end, What and I mean what has to be done by the end of the week next week, okay? So you're looking a full seven days into your future. And these are things like grades that must be entered. These are conferences that must happen or phone calls that have to happen or things that have to be turned into central office or your school you know, administrator is looking for. So really just getting it all out there. Because one thing I found out from this practice is that sometimes, a lot of times, when I have all these things jumbling around in my head and I'm telling myself that all of these things have to be done and they all have to be done tomorrow, that is an absolute lie. I am freaking myself out. I call it the lizard brain. It is <laughs> This part of our brain is always negative and always doomsday about everything. And I, what I found is that that lizard part of my brain, because I don't have proof to have a rebuttal to say, no, that, that doesn't have to be done. It either doesn't have to be done at all or it doesn't have to be done by me. I can delegate this or I can do that in a little bit of a simpler way. This brain dump is a great first step in um, in kind of busting that that myth that we're telling ourselves that we have to do all these things and they all have to be done by us. And then strategically placing those things out to what is the highest priority and maybe even, maybe even, um, Redhika, maybe it is the thing that we don't want to do, but it truly has to be done. Then I will encourage you to make that number one, maybe even doing that before the weekend, <laughs> if at all possible, so you don't have to think about it and dread it. You know, For me, it's really entering grades. I, that is not my favorite, and I know that many of you feel me out there. It is not my favorite thing to do, but I know it has to be done. So I know that that's probably going to be the first thing that I'm going to get done. Um, Besides, obviously, having my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday plan for next week, I typically plan for the following week um, by Wednesday of the week before. Like, I'm recording this on a Tuesday. Tomorrow, I know that I'm going to be making most of my plans for at least Monday and Tuesday starting tomorrow because I've built that pattern and I have, you know, this practice has become so refined over the last couple of years that I'm able to do that. Um, but it's because I've let go of a lot of things too. But that's because because I have really hyper-focused my brain on what is of highest priority for me and for my students' success. I'm not just setting my students up for success here. Um, I'm setting myself up for success as well. So always start with a weekly brain dump. Always think about what really truly is the most important thing. Is sharpening pencils the most important thing right now? No, that always tends to be where I go whenever I'm avoiding <laughs> the important stuff. Um, do I really have to make a new bulletin board every week or every month? Um, so start to think about what is true, what, it, what has to be done, what has to be done by you. And with that practice will come refinement, simplification, elimination, delegation, ugh, all that good stuff that comes with time management that I cover inside of the Burned In Teacher University course. So my friends, that is the answer to our Ask BIT question this week. And until next week, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Burn on. 
If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.